0: Yeah, you remember like Kevin Love put out that piece in the Players Tribune about his anxiety. Yeah, and Demar Derozan did too. Yeah, and like you said, like the, I forget the name of like that star tennis player, but that's the same kind of mm-hmm. principles behind it. It is. It's good to see, like, and it's strange almost, but like sports, at least in my life, and I'm I'm a sports fanatic like you, but like you see examples of things in sports that like makes you think about a lot of things that maybe you don't think about day to day. But mm-hmm. when it happens in the sports environment, it gets so much, um, um, gets the eyes of so many people, and it like starts conversations, yep. like the one we're having today. And it's just interesting how sports is just like such a catalyst for change. Let's begin now. 360. I woke up this morning and I said. Waiting for a good day to happen, you know? Waiting around through ups and downs, you know? I, I just said, look.
1: What's up, everyone? Welcome back to A Breath of Fresh Life. I am here today, your host, your co-host, Garrett Hayden, here with one of my other co-hosts, Andrew Lydon. Uh, what's up, Andrew? What's going on?
0: Chilling, man. Chilling. Happy, happy to be here.
1: I know. it's It's been a while. So um, if you've paid attention on our podcast, uh, Brenna Keefe was with me two weeks ago when he did our last episode. Uh, Brenna, unfortunately, is not with us this week. She is uh, on a rugby trip, if I'm not mistaken, which just sounds like a boatload of fun. All of the fun. So if you were uh, waiting to listen to to Brenna speak, unfortunately you're stuck with uh, the two boys (laughs) this week. So sorry about that.
0: (laughs) Yep. 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 Yeah, so if you were here to hear Keith, this will give you a three-second pause if you need to, to log out, do whatever you need. Yeah thanks for tuning in no Keith, this week
1: yeah hey totally understand if you want to if you want to tune out
0: yeah if, hey now's your time but if not buckle up you know, buckle it's up like it's about right to get now. crazy you don't know what's about to happen so oh, you, man. You keep, but you're staying for chaos and if so welcome
1: so uh right before we started recording um andrew was telling a uh story of uh he and his dad went for a walk and they uh Ran into an, an old friend, uh, or his dad ran into like a, an, Is it was it a neighbor you said? Yep. Gotcha. Always got to have those, you know, adult conversations.
0: Yeah, so, well, we walked by him, and on the way there, he was mowing the lawn, and we were like yelling at him, and he, he couldn't hear us. So, we're like, all right, we'll get him on the way back. So, the way there, unsuccessful getting his attention. On the way back, got his attention. And I was telling Garrett they had a good party twenty minute catch up yeah, and I just literally sat in silence for the entire duration. I paid attention, I nodded my head, I got bit by bugs, but ultimately did not contribute a single word of the <laughs> um but but I'm very happy for the two of them they had that chance to rekindle,
1: yeah, you know it's always it's always good to do that it's just uh it's funny because my my mother is also the same way, you know has to talk to you know, someone for an extra, you know, 20 minutes, you know, but Hey, that's the, the, the mark of a, of a great personality in, in my opinion. Um, but yeah, you know, we always mess with my mom that like, Oh, you know, did you see anyone you knew? Like, Oh, when you went here, is that why, you know, you're home like 20 minutes late? Did you, you know, see someone you knew? And it's always been a joke no matter where we go. Oh, mom, did you see someone you knew?
0: oh that's rich that's rich and I feel like your mom like genuinely cares about people too so once she gets a hold of someone really want to know what's <laughs> going on with you
1: yeah oh yeah totally and my, my dad is the exact same way as well um, you know always asks about my friends and how they're doing you know it's that classic thing where like you know I talk to my friends almost every day and they're like oh you know what is so and so doing for work and I'm like I don't ask them these questions,
0: <laughs>
1: and I feel bad. I'm like, oh, I probably should know.
0: <laughs> yeah, I have a lot of relationships with people where like core things that are very central, the things I should know, just never come up.
1: Yeah, never. yeah, yeah. I mean, so many, so many relationships I I have are with people that I just talk sports with. Yeah, and just shoot sports stuff back and forth, and like don't really think to ask oh hey you know what's going on in your life like what are you you up to instead it's just like oh my god like what's going on you know with the bruins free with the nhl free agency kicking off today it's like i don't know what's going on i need to know you know screw whatever's going on in your life you have to like we have to have a conversation about this
0: did you see Welch's Instagram? He's like, dudes will just sit around and talk about like just like random sports members for hours. On oh, that. yeah.
1: One of the best tweets I've <laughs> seen it. on Twitter.
0: That's it right there. Oh, like, yeah. About, so the first person that came to mind, well, the first was Dontrell Willis, but the second that came to mind was um, David Wells, but when he was on the Yankees.
1: Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. The name. Oh, I came up with a name and now obviously I can't remember what it was. I think it was an old uh, Red Sox player. Oh, Todd Walker. That's who it was. <laughs> I was like, who's the most obscure Red Sox player I can think of? You know, guy that played on the team for maybe two years.
0: You <laughs> think you can get Todd Walker's headshot and make that, like, the thing of this video?
1: Hey, you know, we could do, we could do anything.
0: I'm honestly, but we'd be able to show.
1: What, what did you say?
0: I think if we hit up Todd Walker, he might come on the show.
1: Dude, yeah. Oh, 100%. There's a shot. Yeah, there's a shot. Hey, do you want to talk about your uh, Red Sox days? <laughs> <laughs> we're
0: we're, we're, uh, we're members of one, of one of the hottest podcasts in the greater Boston area. We'd love to get 30 minutes of your time to talk about your experience of the Red Sox.
1: That would be great. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there you go.
0: That's our homework. That's our homework.
1: That's our homework to reach out to Todd Walker. See if he's still around. (laughs) Man. That's
0: how old he is. 48. Yeah. I don't know why I said, that's how old, and I immediately told you. It was kind of a rat move on my part.
1: Yeah, that's about what I would guess his age was because he was about, he was in his mid 30s when he was on the Red Sox for Mm -hmm. a season or whatever. That 2003 team was one of the greatest offensive teams they've ever put together.
0: I wonder how much minor league baseball this guy played.
1: Yeah, that's Ooh, interesting. This, is like,
0: this guy's like a blue chip, and he went, like, I wonder how, I'm going to look that up.
1: He he played in the majors for quite a long time. I think it may have been about 10 years, if I'm not mistaken. This
0: guy got paid pretty handsomely, too. Oh, yeah. See, I'm not seeing, here's what's getting me all riled up, though, is I'm not seeing his, oh, yeah, show minors. There we go. <laughs> there we go. All right, so he was in the minors, man. Now, mind you, he did a couple stints in the minors. I'm not going to count those. But right. before he hit the league, he did three years of yeah. minor league baseball.
1: I think that sounds about, you know, pretty accurate for most most players.
0: Three years?
1: Yeah. it's a gr- and, I mean, it's a grind for those guys.
0: I mean, three, three years of your life. That's insane, man. I mean, how... how this is probably a better question for Todd Walker, but how old are you when you, are you out of college? Are you 22? Are you starting this at 18? Like what's the typical timeline that people are starting minors?
1: I mean, I think, I mean, in my opinion, I think it's, it's 18, you know, it's like right out of high school. Um, you know, I think usually how it works is, you know, guys can go right away to play professionally or they can, you know, play in college and then, you know, go play professionally after that. Hmm. Um but yeah, I mean most I think typically most players just start when they're eighteen and it's like it's a big commitment. Yeah. You know, to be on the understanding that yeah, you're probably you're probably not gonna ever make a major league roster. I mean that's the majority of the guys that play minors, that they're right. never gonna see major league baseball.
0: Whereas if you're sick in basketball, you can go to the Euro League or China and get paid. Oh,
1: no. Yeah.
0: I wonder if there's tier two, tier three leagues in spots that we don't know about. I don't think minor league players make any money.
1: Oh, no. I don't know. Bag of popcorn at the end of the night. So, um, you know, I obviously have known what, what you've been up to over the last couple months, but uh, you have to kind of let our listeners know about some stuff going on.
0: Oh, man, what is what is that?
1: Well, um, you know, Brenna and I did a podcast uh, two weeks ago. It was months prior that we had done our previous episode. Yeah. Um, so we were, last time we were talking about your, you know, career stuff that you had going on, that whole uh, week of like networking.
0: Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, so yeah, the company I'm working for has been public. So it's, it's just been super fun. It's been a great time. It's been uh, super fast paced and loving it. But yeah, Nick, I, the, the story that I, I, sh- I shared with you is that like Nick one of my old friends, Nick, like got up in front of hundreds of people and delivered like a nick like what you think a naked arrowhead is like he did that at his place of work now and it was like people's jaws were on the floor and it was like just so beautiful. And then the next night I was out with him, and we like we just kinda like you know, we were celebrating and then I was like, Dude, I'm like literally so proud of you and he was like, Thanks, man. So we're taking that, taking that momentum, taking that straight to New Hampshire, and we're just gonna keep riding the hot hand, man.
1: You yeah, man. You?
0: Three thousand years, Garrett and Andrew and Mo taking over.
1: Three thousand years.
0: <laughs> Three thousand years. A th-
1: thousand times over, Garrett Garrett, and Andrew. <laughs> a thousand times. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, but yeah, man. Laceman, Laceman, chill. Laceman, chill. Um, I'm working in the office a little more, so okay. On the road a row to touch, which. Um, is an adjustment for sure, so just uh, rolling with that, but um, probably hitting the cape this weekend.
1: Very nice.
0: Uh, (laughs) Pretty cool. How have you been?
1: I've I've been pretty good, you know, honestly, can't can't complain. Um, You know, I'll be honest, like, camp has been on my brain the last couple days, Um, you know, just going through the different playlists and you know, sussing out any, any songs that could be problematic, uh, doing that type of stuff. Um, but I'm good, you know, it's, um, it's an exciting time to be a sports fan. You know, there's so many things going on, you know, you got the Olympics, which, you know, obviously is probably, you know, the biggest sporting event in the world, to be perfectly honest. Um, you know, plenty of, plenty of content for, you know, the the sports podcast, plenty of content for, you know, the the website, you know, based on how today went for the Bruins. I'll definitely be writing an article in the near future um, about what's going on. But yeah, I mean, honestly, it's been, it's been good. You know, um, Carter's girlfriend came to visit last week, so she was here for a week, which was really cool. Um, yeah. Had a um, fun outing that I'll tell more about when we get to our kind of positive thing. Um, but yeah, it was, um, it's, it's been, I've been pretty good, you know, can't, can't complain.
0: How do you feel about the Simone Biles pulling out of the Olympics for mental health?
1: You know, it's, um, I think it's, it's about time that we start recognizing that, you know, stuff like this happens, you know, and I think that it's, it's up to us as sports fans to kind of you know, internalize it a little bit to be like, hey, you know, there's this thought that, you know, I think if you're not going to, if you feel like you're not going to be at your best, you don't want to be, you know, letting people down, you know, and I'm wondering if that's, and I don't know the full story about it, but, you know, that's kind of what I gathered that she was like, I can't be at my best. So, you know, I don't want to be 75% of myself or whatever it was. Um, But I think that it's about time that we start, you know, empathizing a little bit to be like, okay, you know, we have to see people as people, you know, it may be that they have an unbelievable athletic skill set, you know, that they can do something that very few people on the planet can do, but it doesn't make them any less of a, you know, person like you and me. So I think it's, 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 it's interesting, but I think it's great. You know, I think it's a great opportunity for us to see, you know, something like this and kind of be like, okay, you know, this is something that might be more, it might come up more, more than once. I mean, we already saw it with um, Naomi Osaka at the um, Wimbledon a couple of weeks ago um, that, you know, maybe it just becomes normal that, you know stuff like this happens and you know just I don't know it seems strange to me that like people are you know angry or upset or any of that stuff because it's like at the end of the day it's you know how how the the person themselves feels it's not really about anyone else's opinion you know you do what is best for yourself that you feel is best for yourself
0: nailed it yeah strongly agree I love your I love your point about like the human before the athlete I yeah think that the arrowhead principle 101 is is uh and that's something they talk to all the volunteers at volunteer training it's like people first language so it's not like an autistic individual it's an individual who has autism and like thinking about the person first before just labels or whatever that may come with it so yeah I love that you kind of thought of um Simone Biles the person before gym, the gymnast or just where we're gonna rank in a global tournament of gymnastics yeah. you know what i mean so i think that was a great great opinion and then also i'm just kind of looking at what our teammates are saying and our teammates are being incredibly supportive so yeah if you play a team sport and your teammates are saying something that's probably more important you know what she's saying first and then what her teammates are saying and then everything else is just noise yeah you know what i mean i mean yeah. playing a team sport like every even in work and whatever you do it when everything you do depends on another person like you, you carry your teammates, you protect your teammates, and, like, clearly your teammates love her a lot, you know, and, mm-hmm. and really care for her, so that's that's good to see. That's one thing that was, um, and I haven't gotten a chance to really look at stuff all the way, just because I've been busy, but I have seen that, and I was pretty touched by that.
1: Yeah, Yeah, and I think also, you know, we have to consider, you know, the circumstances that, you know, these Olympics are taking place under, you know, that you are playing, or competing, or whatever it is, you know, under, um, you know, Olympics being played during a pandemic with no fans, and, you know, it's not it's not a normal Olympics, you know, I think that we also have to take that sort of stuff into account as well. True.
0: That's a good point.
1: Yeah, I mean, I just, I can't even imagine, you know, competing at, at these games, you know, what it must be like mentally, and... You know, obviously, it makes sense that there are probably plenty of athletes that are, you know, dealing with stuff like this.
0: Yeah, you remember know, like Kevin Love put out that piece in the Players Tribune about his anxiety.
1: Yeah,
0: and Demar Derozan did too. Yeah, and like you said, like the, I forget the name of like that star tennis player, but that's the same kind of, mm-hmm. principles behind it. It is. It's good to see. Like, and it's strange almost, but, like, sports, at least in my life, and I'm I'm a sports fanatic like you, but, like, you see examples of things in sports it like, makes you think about a lot of things that maybe you don't think about day to day. But yeah. when it happens in the sports environment, it gets so much, um, um gets the eyes of so many people, and it, like, starts conversations, yeah. like, from what we're having today. And it's just interesting how sports is just, like, such a catalyst for change.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, You know, and even going a I g well I don't know, going to a different, you know, category of um there was an NHL player a couple of weeks ago, you know, that came out that's gay. And you know, I think you said you said it being you know, sports being something that so many people have so many eyes on, you know, it becomes something that, you know, people can look at and say, hey, you know, things are I don't know if changing is the right thing to say. But I think, you know, noticing that and, you know, having some exposure and maybe making things better for, you know, athletes who are in the same situation, you know, or, or anyone who's in the same situation, not just an athlete. Definitely. Oh, definitely.
0: Yeah, and I think that also, I mean... You know, they're just role models like people admire them and look up to these individuals and so what they say just carries like so much power Yeah. And so when they do model behavior and other and you know to the society like people listen to that
1: mm-hmm.
0: people listen when Lebron James speaks or when other athletes speak when one Biles speaks like people listen to that and right. so they're um kind of another dovetail but like them just like just being athletes like just shut up and dribble it's just like it's just not that's just not real because of how much people you know admire and listen to these people right, so you're almost when you're thrusted in front of millions of people, like you kind of have this responsibility to be ethical and to be a leader, and things like that, so
1: mm-hmm. yeah,
0: and a lot of these people are like eighteen nineteen like just thrown into this, yeah, millions of people you don't really get trained for that,
1: right, right, yeah, absolutely.
0: Like, look at Carmelo Anthony, probably 19, you know, when yeah. in the league.
1: The, yeah, I mean, literally no handbook for that type of stuff. Yeah. You know, for, you know, young athletes or whoever it is, you know, coming into, you know, large amounts of like attention, I guess, for mm-hmm. for lack of a better term.
0: You know, I'm thinking about it too. Like, you remember how that, that documentary with the athletes where they were broke, the ESPN 30 for 30 broke? Mm-hmm. Like people with no financial training make millions, blow that money because they don't have any financial financial training. Um
1: yeah.
0: it's interesting, but they're probably the same thing with the social responsibility they have and the downstream effects of them having tons of people listening to them without really having that training.
1: Mm-hmm. Well yeah, I would yeah, I would I definitely agree, agree with that. Um,
0: Hockey, hockey is an interesting sport, too, because people are super – it seems like people are very quiet and, like, don't really want to put themselves out. It seems like that sport in baseball, like, the the, the, the it's very closed. They don't really say much. Nothing is really said. Yeah. You know, the yeah. injuries, upper body, lower body. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's a whole thing you could delve into with, you know, hockey and, and baseball and, you know, that type of culture where, you know, it's – you know out of line i guess if you you know say something if you make a statement about a certain thing i mean it is kind of interesting kind of how that how that goes definitely um yeah so yeah here we are at the uh toward the end of july it's kind of crazy that um we're getting you know we've gotten to this point yeah <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying, but just, like, time flies, man.
0: No, nah, man. Summer's, summer's been good to me. It's been a quick one, though. It has been a quick one. Definitely. Yeah, for like, sure. But for me, and it's, I mean, you'll experience the same thing, and I hate to say it, but, like, since I've been 14, like, I've kind of wished away summer to hit Reds, and then once I hit res, coming out of that, like, those three days are like, oh, it's brutal, man. It's brutal. It's like summer's officially over, and is officially over, and you're like... yeah dude, like, I gotta wait another year.
1: This is this yeah. is trash. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that, you know, pretty much this year is just such a different kind of excitement to it, I guess. Yeah, you know, sure. and knowing that, you know, things will be different than they usually are, but the fact that we're even able to do anything is pretty remarkable, to be honest.
0: Definitely, definitely. Um, I got a text from my Melissa today. There, me, Mo, for Shad, Jess and her are going to get together one night and just like, get all the old heads to help planning one night. So that's going to be a night within itself Like we're oh, going to really get it. together. I might, might bring some baked beans. You know what I mean? Baked beans. There the you lighting. go again. <laughs> and just get right to planning.
1: There you go again with the beans.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> so I'll count on you to definitely bring some. Oh yeah. I mean there's no chance that you're not bringing any.
0: <laughs> Dude that Melons, there's like various fruits and vegetables.
1: Yeah. Oil. <laughs> yeah.
0: Blue paint. Oh, man. Everything. Yeah, everything. 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 <laughs> I've been thinking about, a lot about the shopping thing that you told me. The shopping.
1: Oh, like, yeah.
0: The internal shop. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> always good to get the seeds of chaos planted as early as possible. <laughs>
0: um <laughs> uh, that's that's one that's one thing you're saying is it's gonna be different this year like that's one cool thing that's like we get to make that the first ever
1: yeah you know what i mean
0: first ever all time probably the only time so yeah. why not make it just like berserk yeah make it, like I, I bet there's gonna be a bunch of things this year where it's like hey like we just can't we don't have the capability to do this because of the environment and we can either be like we can make it we can make do or we can make it the first and probably only ever and just make it so sick. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just up to us.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's what it is, what you make it, I guess you could say.
0: Exactly, man. It's yeah. all you make it.
1: That's all. That's, you know, always been kind of what Rez has been, you know, going back to our old conversation from a year ago, you know, um, that, you know, oftentimes it's, things that you know maybe aren't planned or you know just maybe this summer you know happen out of necessity and mm-hmm. it just becomes a, a fun thing so know, i be. definitely look forward to that i look forward to letting my uh creative and chaos juices flowing if that makes <laughs> sense it's been, it's been too long i've been uh in the house for uh almost yeah. two years bored it up yeah uh, exactly
0: um I saw on Carol's, uh, it's like yesterday or something that they had, uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson day.
1: I don't think I saw that.
0: Dude, that, that's one that just cracks me up is how much the rock gets integrated like day to day into programming. Like that's awesome.
1: <laughs> yeah. Always get the like celebrity nods or some type of <laughs> nod. And
0: then I saw, I saw that one. I saw Carol dressed up as a, um, as a mailman and I was super fired up.
1: Yeah. That was pretty funny.
0: I was charged
1: up. Yeah, so um Caroline obviously a longtime listener of the show. <laughs>
0: First
1: ever guest. First ever guest. <laughs> yeah, only only made sense. You know, we'll get a, another guest in in the future. Um yep. you know, if uh we want to try to squeeze in another episode before we head off to to New Hampshire, but um either way, you know, it's going to be a really fun experience and you know, it will definitely be something to to talk about you know once we're back and it's just crazy you know that'll be done and then holy shit it'll be uh september
0: mm-hmm.
1: so yeah it's gonna be a, it's gonna be Not like a...
0: yeah no, it's gonna be it's gonna be huge dude
1: will be an interesting fall A
0: football back baby. Yeah, I'll definitely try to hit Trent's game. Uh, the date that he was like you got to go to this game.
1: Yeah. You know, yeah, like, Let's go for that will walk. be um that that uh speaking of speaking of Trent, uh, one of our good friends. Uh I think he uh would be a great guest to bring on. If <laughs> he's uh you know secretly been dying to come on for 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 maybe 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 almost a year now. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, that would be fun. So yeah,
0: but, he, he, but here's the thing: is he runs he runs late at night, and I run early.
1: Yes, yes, you do, you psychopath. <laughs> you uh, working yeah. out at worked out at 5 a.m. this morning. Of course, of course. Was, yeah. uh, w- w- was my brother there? Oh yeah. Yep. Okay. Good stuff.
0: Good stuff. You've been uh,
1: slacking stuff. off a little bit.
0: I know. I know. I spent the first 30 minutes just yelling, crying at him, just crying, just crying so much. <laughs> you know that works there is like, do you need to step out? I'm like, no no, this is this is normal.
1: Man, that is some great content. We gotta like get you guys to like record some audio <laughs> of that. Play it on the podcast. Just to see what it's like.
0: Give him an intervention.
1: Yeah. Or you know we could just corner him and just force him to be on the podcast and then just Oh yeah. You know, corner him.
0: Yeah, just corner him. <laughs> oh man. Just take up take up Eddie at all space.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: That's one thing that like, you can't put a hot mic anywhere at Reds but like if you could hot mic any conversation, it would be the back rub and just live stream that. Because people, that would put, that would put asses in seats.
1: Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, it, it definitely people, would.
0: A lot of people would, uh, would, would be, would be, would, would love to sit in on those.
1: Get a hot mic up there. <laughs> yeah. You know, legal legally there probably are reasons we can't do that, but yeah. it's always fun to always fun to dream.
0: Oh, always fun. A kid can dream, a kid can dream. Oh man. Yeah. But yeah, you know, Garrett I mean, uh Trent, Trent would be Trent would be a good call. But that's a call that can go in a variety of directions. Yes, because absolutely. He has interest, a long laundry list of interests that a lot of people just don't know about. Yeah. So I would love to prep that one out so we really knew how he wanted to do it to really attack him.
1: Yeah, seriously. You know, we could go the sports route and mm-hmm. you know talk about his football playing career mm-hmm. that spanned uh, many years. Many you know, years. Go to the uh, the TV show route and mm-hmm. uh, talk to him about his interest in um, the an- anime TV shows. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, delve into music. Mm-hmm. You know, really, there's anything. He's uh, one of the most interesting people that I know. Yeah. Just a breath of fresh life. Fresh life. <laughs> I wasn't yeah, gonna say that, but you know, fine. Works fine. He embodies what we do here. He embodies what we do here.
0: We'll get him once we make T shirts, we'll get him a T shirt.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Merch. Yeah, any yeah. Anyone who's listening, what what kind of merch do you guys want us to put together?
0: Yeah, yeah. T shirts. Yeah. Comment on, on the uh, on this meeting. not this meeting, on this on this thing. Um, if you want a Todd Walker t-shirt uh, with Todd Walker's face on it, you just let us know, you know what
1: I, mean? I have to ask uh, Derek if he uh, has one of those Ooh. He's got a lot of jerseys.
0: yeah, we could partner maybe the Bodega will give us like a thousand free credits of t-shirts or something like know. that yeah, you know, yeah. Like, Well if you give us a grand you can be our you could be our gold sponsor for this podcast.
1: That would be great. yeah we get a get a sponsor sponsorship deal.
0: Yep, he'll be a gold sponsor. that will make him broad millions on
1: that. <laughs> um, yeah, but seriously, I mean uh, the merch idea is not a bad one. You know, T-shirts, magnets, hats, any of that.
0: We got to monetize.
1: Yeah, you know, I'm sure that uh I'm sure that Brenna has some connections. Oh yeah, with something. So oh,
0: she's got some connections. Yeah,
1: I definitely wish uh, Brenna the best with that uh, rugby trip. That just sounds amazing. Just oh right up her alley.
0: Well, actually, I think I think the Statue of limitations has worn off. I can tell you about the time that I went up and saw Keith when she was in Syracuse.
1: One one of there there were multiple visits, right? <sighs> or is there just one?
0: I think it was one and only. I find
1: that hard to believe, but uh... <laughs> well,
0: no. we <laughs> suppose. I think it was my last year of volunteering, so I was like 18. Yeah. And then that was the year that me and Bap were looking at school. So I think I only really knew her like that when she was like a junior or senior. Because I sure. knew her when she was a freshman and sophomore, but we were just like pals. Right. Um, and we were really doing the pro. We were volunteering like all summer and she was on staff. And then we did the softball together. So me, her, and Janet would do softball and like we were pals ever since. Yeah. But yeah, because Baptiste loves Syracuse. I didn't really – I mean I – didn't really care about Syracuse, I thought it was a little far away from home, a little cold, a little expensive, but For sure. that was Benny's, like, favorite school, hmm. so, yeah, we went out there, and we went to all the rugby girls, that's why I bring it up, and they were so much fun, so, I still follow someone on Instagram, I still, like, see them, and I'm, like, I always like their stuff, like, I'm, I'm a big supporter, so, That's
1: great, that's great.
0: Yeah. yeah, it's just, like, you know, you build lasting relationships, you talk to people, like, you yeah. just, you always think fondly of them, so, yeah, but she's having a time out there.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you know, those um college visits definitely uh the stuff the stuff of a legend. Uh when I when when I was in school at least. Yeah. Um, you know, the couple times that you came out to visit me just uh some great times there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But my so I saw you more times, but the one that I will always remember to my dying day is when me and Monty went out there and it was like monsooning when we left. And yeah. we just pretty much said if we die we would just blame it all on you. That was one of the funniest things we've ever done.
1: Yeah, if I if I believe correctly, I believe Ben was also was also there as well. Yeah he was. Yeah he yeah, was that was uh, that was that was an interesting day.
0: <laughs> I remember we got like we got some type of like food there and I pulled up my box and I looked like a dead rat. I was like, alright, I guess I'm not eating <laughs>
1: yeah i'm not I have no idea about that but i had some uh some great uh visits i had a couple of just you know motley crew of people um you know with 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 respect to the people that i'm going to name this was probably one of the most interesting hangouts i i've ever had the the pleasure of enjoying so this was um a couple of arrowhead people um, if you remember Cam Holadik, yep. uh, Ruben, Ruben yep. Alec, who did, uh, Arrowhead yep. for a couple, maybe it was one summer, Yep. volunteered with me at Rez, you know, which was amazing. Yes. Um, our, our, our old, our, our good friend, Stephen Lou. Stud. And then, um, this kid named Curtis Golden, who did Rez or did camp for a couple years. Um, one of the funniest dudes I've ever met from camp. Yeah, so the four of them come up and we just had one of the most hilarious times.
0: I never knew that.
1: It was some good stuff. It was, I believe it was my sophomore year.
0: There was another dude in that crew that volunteered that summer that was awesome. And I'm just blanking on his name, but
1: yeah, in that same crew, Joe Milch. Joe Milch, yeah. What 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 can you say about him? what what? Like uh, there, there's not enough you can say about him.
0: Yeah, yeah. Helladic is like I'm bringing all my boys to res. They're all gonna be nasty. And I'm like, oh my god. This, just, that was. I, I, just that, I just did that the year before, and they were way better than my boys.
1: That was the summer that we um, started using the Gaga Pit yes and i remember the very first summer that that was built and we went up there and we're like what the hell is this thing what is this yeah and then yeah that defined
0: that
1: defined that that defined that res oh yeah that defined that res everyone got in on that that defined that res. joe milch may have been the pioneer of that event to be like
0: leadership on that he
1: he knew what it was and we all just were like what is this and he's like bro gaga's amazing and, like, I I knew what Gaga was. I just did not know that that was an actual pit for it. Yeah. Um, like,
0: Ketherball got some play, but Gaga got heavy play that summer.
1: Yeah. every Everyone got in. That was so much fun.
0: So that summer, too, that was a big uh, outdoor summer. We would all just kind of chill around the Gaga yes. pit. Like, for the whole res. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, it became the Gaga res.
0: Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. So, that, but that crew, yeah, Ruben... Milk. So, but but they so they went up to Springfield, and you guys just kicked it for a day. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah I think I was doing like pregame and halftime shows for the uh, football game. You know, War. back 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 when I did TV way back <laughs> in the day, way back. Um, and then I remember we were walking back to my dorm room, and it just started pouring. And at that point, I think Ruben had had some, t- some type of surgery on his, like, ankle or his leg or something. And so he's in crutches and a walking boot, and we all just tried booking it back to, you know, my dorm room, and he's just, like, trying his hardest to, you know, keep up with us. <laughs> um, you know, we made it back. It wasn't We didn't get too wet, but then we um, just ordered a ridiculous amount of wings from uh, Wings Over Springfield. Just an offensive amount. Just an offensive amount. <laughs> it was actually an offensive amount.
0: You you had wings over there?
1: Yes, yes we did. That was uh, one of the one of the spots to get food. One of the other ones was uh, was Domino's, mm-hmm. which I still contest to this day that that Domino's is probably the best Domino's I've ever had pizza from, and it's better than the Sudbury one. Although some of my friends like to detest that, um, I will. I will maintain that that dominoes was unbelievable. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you think you're ever gonna go back all the way? I just, well, actually, before before I give you that question, let that one marinate. You know what I'm thinking about? When you went to school in 2000, when did you start at Springfield?
1: 2014.
0: 2014. Fall of
1: 2014.
0: 2014. When you started there, like you thought, like I'm gonna do, like not like you didn't, know, like positive, like television was like on the front of mind nowadays it's all like think about like dude no one watches the tv no one reads the newspaper i'm not saying nobody
1: but like oh i read the newspaper you know me yeah you're a big <laughs> news but but you're
0: probably like like very few the the shift rapidly away from like media being um you know tv and and direct mail like that was a, that of the 90s and early 2000s then i mean just i feel like such a rapid change to digital stuff to social media yeah um, to podcasts, like, this is it right here, like, we're, this is it, Yes, yeah. this, this is the, this long-form listening, is just something that more, that more people are, that they engage yeah. with more than TV, yeah. I wonder why.
1: Yeah, I don't know, you know, it's, um, it's definitely interesting, you know, I think that, you know, podcast-wise, it's very easy to start one nowadays, I mean, you know, shit, we started this as a, you know, pandemic activity, and you know, we've done about 20 episodes and, you know, we're just kind of shooting the shit. We're not, you know, professionals by, by any mean, you know, it's just a fun, easy thing to do. And, you know, they're just are a, a breadth of options for podcasts, you know, whether you want to listen to, you know, true crime, we're seeing a boom in the true crime podcasts, Okay, you know, lifestyle ones, I guess, like this one, you know, sports ones are pretty popular, of course. Um, but it is, it is interesting how that kind of seems to be kind of the, the, the move now, as they say, Definitely, as the, the, as, as the kids say,
0: as the kids say, you and I started using the dominant strategy. Yes. Love that the dominant strategy.
1: But yeah, you know, going back to that, going to Springfield and, you know, having the, the years of TV experience working at, or being at, at, at LS, um, which, you know, I think was an amazing opportunity that I was able to, to have for, you know, all those years. And I think, you know, just doing that made me think, okay, this is really what I want to do. But, you know, something changed about halfway through school where I was like, you know what, I'm really taking to, to writing and to, you know, doing radio, doing podcasts, you know, cause I just feel like it gives me more room to kind of be able to do what I want. Mm-hmm. You know, with TV, it's like, you pretty much are, you're doing this and this, you know, it's like a, a structured thing, if, yeah. if, that, if that makes sense. But oh. with this podcast, you know, that, I, that I've done for, for a couple of years, you know, it's a, it's a space for me to kind of feel like I'm utilizing, you know, the, the knowledge, I guess, you know, or s- stuff like that, if that makes sense. Oh, totally. But yeah, you know, it's, it's interesting how, how, how that changed.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. But you but but you still watch TV.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: And read the newspapers. Some things
1: will never change. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, still, you know, love reading articles. I still have plenty of people that I, you know, enjoy reading articles from, whether it's from, you know, the Boston Globe or The Athletic. The Athletic is amazing. You know, I would recommend that to anyone that's interested in, you know, reading sports stories is it free it, it is not unfortunately it's a little bit each month but you know it's a fantastic <laughs> service and you know i utilize that just about every day you know really? it's one of the one of the links i go to when i you know open my computer in the morning you know there's always something that i want to read about
0: is it just a better espn
1: I guess you could say that, but, I mean, it's just purely, like, digital media, if that makes sense, like, written stuff. You know, ESPN has, like, ah. videos and stuff like that, but...
0: This is strictly just straight-up article after article. Yeah. I'll get...
1: It's a lot wow, of interesting this... stuff.
0: The layout is that of the Wall Street Journal. Yes. I think that's probably original by them. Mm. Yeah, like this. I like how you can drill down to Boston too. Let me hop in. Yeah, I was perusing this page right
1: here. Yeah, there's some great Boston stuff that I like reading. Um,
0: Who's Mike Riley?
1: Mike Riley is a uh, Bruins player that they uh, Bruins traded for him at the trade deadline. In April I think and they just re-signed him to a new contract yesterday is he good? yeah yeah he's pretty good you know I think that some people their view of him is a little skewed based on how the um, Bruins second round series ended because the Bruins had a couple of injuries in that series and he was kind of put into a role that wasn't really what you know his strong suit is, mm-hmm. and so I think you know did kind of poorly in that in that role, and I think some people saw that as like the most recent um, you know viewing of his play and think, okay, this is the guy he is, and he's bad, you know when it's like when he was first acquired, you know he was one of their better defensemen, I thought gotcha, so I think that it makes sense, you know, and it's a contract that is very cheap, you know it's for three years he's making you know double what he was making the last two seasons so i think that it's it's fine you know i think that he's a decent player he was someone that i wanted the bruins to keep you know when the off season started so good yeah i'm i'm excited to see you know what the team is going to bring there was a lot of activity today so it's like whoa you know i kind of got to take a step back and try to figure out what what it all means if you want to find out more about that, you can listen hey. to Not Your Average Boston Sports Podcast. They'll be dropping, dropping a new episode on Friday so you can hear all about the uh, Bruins stuff.
0: <laughs> That's the bomb noise. I'm not, that was very good.
1: Yeah, I had no idea what the hell you were trying to do.
0: And then just edit out the part before that. That one was better. But yeah, check it out on a Friday.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, so, yeah, any um, any weekend plans?
0: Going out of the Cape.
1: Oh yeah, you said that. Good stuff. Oh, yeah. Where Where yeah. on the Cape?
0: Uh, Osterville.
1: I don't. Yeah, I'm not aware of that place.
0: Yeah, it's near Hyannis. Okay. Um. So, just uh, trying to get to 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 the beach as much as humanly possible, if the, the weather's permitting, and if weather's not permitting, I'll probably still go. I lo- I love being by the ocean.
1: Yeah, I do too. Although I'm not a beach person, like at all. Mm. Um, yeah, but that that's that's good, man. I'm glad that you'll be able to get away a little bit.
0: Did I tell you I'm looking to buy a truck?
1: No, why you yeah. did not tell me that? That's interesting.
0: Yeah, I'm looking. I'm looking like pretty much what I do every night is I just like look up various trucks and their respective costs and mileage on like all of these websites that essentially just cross reference like huge geography. And, and is this, That's all I do?
1: is this for like practical reasons or is this just like, Oh, I just want a truck.
0: Um, yeah. You well, want to get to and from like just around so to work and, and to like, yeah, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm due for one, but, uh, yeah, it's been a, I'm like not a vehicle. like I don't like if like something broke in my car, I'd be like, Oh, I better call a mechanic. You know what I mean? like, I don't know vehicles. So, I've just been trying to reach out, like triangulate my opinions with like other people who do know a lot about trucks. So I just like keep calling my friends who own trucks and asking them questions and looking things up.
1: So why, why are we looking at buying a truck versus buying like a regular vehicle? High up. High up. You, you like the high up.
0: I love being high
1: up. Interesting.
0: There's it, the, the reasons end there.
1: The reasons end there. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, like, you gotta well, have a reason.
0: You gotta. gotta Is that even a compelling love being high up?
1: Yeah, I mean,
0: the sedans, I, I can't, I I don't even fit in them, too. You know.
1: Yeah, yeah, you do have a, an interesting or like a, a a body type that is not ideal for those type of cars. Although I bet that there's some like psychological reasoning behind why you need to be, you know, up top. You know, right. you need to be up high. You need to feel like you're in charge.
0: I need to be high. <laughs> I need to be elevated.
1: Oh, man. Yeah. Well, I think that we are getting toward the end of our um, episode. Um, anything else that you want to share that you really had a burning desire to share before we get to our positive things of the week or whatever it is?
0: No, nothing else too crazy. Hmm. How about yourself?
1: Yeah, you know nothing. Nothing really crazy. Um, yeah, you know it's uh, just the, the 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 grind, I guess. Mm. Just a couple more weeks left. We'll be up in uh, New Hampshire. Amen. So that will be that will be fun. You know, be interesting to see if we could squeeze in another episode before then. But if we don't, hey, it's gonna be it's gonna be a time. It's gonna be a time and a half. That's that's facts. So what's your, uh, positive news or positive stuff or any of that?
0: I've just been feeling like, like super energetic recently. Like I've been sleeping well and I've been, um, just doing a little more cardio, I'm like feeling a little lighter, feeling a little more energized in the morning. So, you know, you kind of like, just feel like you're running through water, like running through mud. I've just been feeling like super alive, awake, alert, enthusiastic. So that's been dope. I'll take that. Um, yeah. That's probably the first thing that comes to mind. is just like feeling like, literally, just like ready to seize today. For the last couple of weeks, just like, booing
1: It's good, good, good that you're having that um, attitude right before. You're like right in the sweet spot.
0: I'm peaking at the right time, man.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: you, I get high up.
1: <laughs> there you go. There you go. There's there, there's the truck thing. We got it. <laughs>
0: What about what about you? What's uh, what's what's your um, what's something that, that's been dope for you this week?
1: Yeah, so as I mentioned, um, Carter's girlfriend came to visit last week. Um, she is from Arizona. She has lived uh, like all over the place apparently, um, and so on Tuesday night, I got together with uh, Carter, his girlfriend, and my older brother and his girlfriend, and we all had uh, dinner in the city, which was. A great time, you know, and why it was positive was, um, my older brother, you know, just kind of reached out and had this plan for all of us to get together, which, you know, is, I, I don't want to say out of character, but, you know, that's something that, you know, we always do as brothers always try to, you know, include other people in, you know, the stuff that we're doing. And so I just, you know, really appreciated that and had a, uh, fantastic time. That's awesome. That was, uh, really a a big highlight of uh last week but yeah
0: i mean it's amazing but yeah it was
1: um it was a good time so you know that probably that probably does it for us this week a quick a quick uh episode but hopefully you guys all all enjoyed um you can uh you can listen to us on spotify now which is great yep you know a lot easier for for you guys to listen um if you want to follow our Twitter page, uh, be my guest. Trying to be a little bit more creative with that uh, with that podcast page, but uh, hey, there's a lot of stuff going on. But we'll try to give you guys some great content in the coming weeks. But yeah, for for Andrew Lydon, I'm Garrett Hayden signing off, and uh, we we will talk to you. We'll will, we will talk to you next time. <laughs>
0: We will talk to you in a time.
1: Love you. When when we decide, we We will decide when to talk.
0: (laughs) Amen. We have command of message.